everybody, and welcome to Tailgate Talks. This is episode 146, and we are previewing Texas Tech versus Houston this week. If you missed it on the last episode, we're changing things up during the football season. We're going to release a recap of the previous game earlier in the week that's going to touch on what happened in that game and what happened in our tailgate crashing and whatever content we got from that. You can catch that on Tuesday. And if you want to listen to us preview the upcoming game, we'll drop this on uh, Friday to get you set up right before the game starts. That way you get all the information that you need from us uh, right before the game. So that's what we're going to be doing this football season. So expect two episodes from us each week. They'll kind of be a little bit smaller, but more focused on uh, each different game. So you get all your tailgate talks content that you that you need. So make in order to do that, make sure you are following us on Apple and Spotify, giving the tailgate that five star rating and reviewing us if you listen to us on Apple. Also follow our social media accounts. You can follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can also follow our YouTube channel where we'll be posting videos uh, from each week of our tailgate crashing. Uh, we got a pretty good video that we'll be dropping, so make sure you are following uh, that channel to make sure you don't miss out on that. Also, if you have anything to add to the tailgate, you can email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. And it's Houston week. I know that this episode's dropping Friday, but if you do want to get on uh, the chance for us to come crash your tailgate, you can still reach us. We're on social media. You can reach out to our email uh, and we can come and crash your tailgate. So this last week we were able to crash several. Uh, so it's not just one that we can crash. We we are pretty mobile. We can move uh, just as long as you reach out and let us know. So if you want to be a part of that, be sure to shoot us a DM on social media or again, email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So with all of that said, let's get into this week's Houston versus Texas Tech preview. We're going to start this thing off right. Dustin, game one is in the books, and now we look ahead to game two. A familiar foe coming to Lubbock, Texas, and the Houston Cougars. Uh, Texas Tech comes in having won four straight matchups against Houston. Of course, last year we won 38-21 to to start the season. Have a season full of high hopes, and we know how it went kind of from there. And Houston went on to have a great season. So uh, we come in here. Uh, week two, Houston comes back to the 806, having survived a scare against UTSA in San Antonio. They took three overtimes to beat the Roadrunners. So, Dustin, what are your initial thoughts on this Houston matchup as they get set to come to Lubbock? After week one, I feel a lot better about this Houston matchup. Yeah. You know, Houston was riding high to start the season, getting ready to come into the Big 12 as a big player, and then they forgot to take care of UTSA and had to go to triple overtime with those guys down in San Antonio. Um, dealt with some injuries. I mean, everybody does, though. They barely got out of there 37-35. And so I feel much better about them coming to Lubbock 
this weekend, and especially with how we played. I think it goes both ways. They didn't look that great, and I thought we looked really good. And so I have very high expectations and feel much, much better about this game, whereas a few weeks ago I probably thought it was going to be a very close, maybe one-score type game, which it still might be, but I feel better about us being maybe more on the 7 to 10, 14-point range rather than like 3 to 7 points, you know? Yeah, I agree with you there. Like seeing them struggle, of course, it was on the road at UTSA, which is an up and coming smaller program. We wanted their coach. You know, he was a a possible chance for us last year until he decided to sign that contract extension. But uh, so we knew that they were kind of chomping at the bit to get at Houston. But yeah, I'm feeling much better. Everything went for us went as smooth as possible despite the shuck injury like we still all believe in donovan smith and so i don't think there's any worry for us on that front but to see that they struggled against utsa like they did had to convert a two-point conversion to win that game um so uh, definitely feeling pretty good and already just don't take houston seriously because they haven't beat us even when we've been a bad football team uh and they've been much better like win wise over us the last decade so it's hard to give them that respect until they actually come in and prove that they kind of belong on our level, that they can beat us. <laughs> and so it's just kind of one of those things. Like I'm just going to kind of look at them totally. as the little brother until they prove that they can hang with us and beat us at home. And they just haven't been able to do that. So of course with Tyler Shuck leaving uh, the game in week one, the news broke that he is going to be out for at least the next two games. So Donovan Smith takes over as the starting quarterback with Baron Morton uh, backing him up. So how do you feel heading into game two with Donovan Smith now as the leader of this offense? I feel great with Donovan leading the way. With how he looked coming in that second quarter last game against Murray State, he didn't skip a beat. Our team didn't skip a beat. Kitley play calling stayed right on track. He didn't have to, like, go to – a second or third play calling book, yeah. you know, to to adapt for Donovan Smith. He's like, nope, we're going to keep this thing rolling. And I mentioned it on the recap episode that Donovan didn't get any reps the last two weeks with the ones because of, you know, you want your starter, Tyler Shuck, to get all those reps, and they were looking great. But when Donovan came in, it looked like he had been practicing with the ones for the last two weeks. And so – now you give him another week of practice with those guys. That just should propel him even further and help him out with those guys. So I feel really, really good about him starting this week and going forward because he's going to have to start for the next few games at least. Yes, I'm with you there. And I think a lot of Red Raider Nation is. We've seen what he's Uh, capable of doing we saw that last year as a freshman and now he's got that experience Mm -hmm. behind him he's got an offensive coordinator who believes in him and like you said didn't change things up that offense kept rolling and he was pretty spectacular uh throughout that game like he had four touchdown passes in a quarter and a half of play uh which is pretty impressive i think the most touchdowns thrown for in the whole week one of college football was five and if he would have played the whole first quarter he would have definitely had five or six touchdown passes in the fourth quarter yeah (laughs) so uh yeah i feel pretty confident about him taking the reins as we have houston coming into town uh one of the big questions coming into the season was the offensive line so 
week one, they only gave up one sack, and that sack came late, late in the game when we were already on to our yeah. second, third team. So uh, offensive line held up pretty well, but Murray State, not the formidable foe that Houston's defensive line presents. So, Dustin, how do you feel about the offensive line coming into this matchup? Yeah, I thought they did well against Murray State, which is to be expected, even with the rotation of guys. Um, that might start to get cut down pretty well, especially starting this game. Um, same thing with Donovan and Barron. I expect Donovan to play the vast majority of the game. I don't know. Coach said both will play, but I don't know how much that's going to be true. Yeah. So same with the O-line. I think we're going to start trimming down those, spreading out those reps and really get down to a good five or six dudes. And so – I mean, Houston's D-line got four sacks against UTSA, which they should kind of have a better number because they should be the better team. I mean, there's no Ed Oliver over there anymore, but they still should have better athletes, better players than UTSA's guys. So it'll definitely be more of a challenge um, for our guys. I think we need to do similar to what we did in this game against Murray State and continue to run the ball and even if it's getting three, four, five yards, I mean, we averaged, I think, 4.6 yards that game, 4.8, something like that, which is really good. But you still got to try to grant, ground, got to grind and pound the ball up the middle a little yeah. bit for chunk yardage and keep pushing those guys back to keep them off your quarterbacks later on. So I think if we can keep balancing that run game and be electric there, pound it up the middle a little bit, that'll really help the O-line. Uh be able to sustain and have a good game. Yeah, I think we'll be able to tell what we can expect from this offensive line a little bit Definitely. more throughout the season after this week. Uh, it's pretty easy to stop Murray State, which really didn't deserve to be on the same football field as we did. Yeah. But uh, Houston, I think we'll figure out what we can expect from this line uh, this year. And I know there was just a couple penalties that they had, a few false starts here and there. Um, but ultimately I thought they had a really clean week one showing. And so hopefully you can keep that going. Hopefully you can solidify who are going to be those five guys that are going to be up there and hopefully you can stay healthy. Um, but they did yeah. a good job week one protecting the quarterback. And so hopefully that they're able to do that again against a much better opponent against a much more worthy defensive line uh, on the other side of the ball. Uh, also, on our other side of the ball, the defense, they weren't really tested a whole lot in week one. Uh, sure. Murray State only able to score 10 points. Of course, their starting quarterback got injured. Um, their backup quarterback was able to do nothing. Uh, they did have <laughs> some breakaway plays. Uh, they did have some, you know, we had some busted coverage plays that allowed them to uh, kind of get down the field, get one touchdown. So what do you expect from the defense in this game, a team that had to take three but weren't able to, take any turnovers um so what are your thoughts as we take on a much more uh sophisticated offense than murray state yeah it'll definitely be a more difficult challenge but like i mentioned on the recap episode we had a very good swarming type of defense yes there were some hard hits as well especially some of the guys coming from the second level and third level coming in to lay some hits they were pretty solid yeah reggie pearson specifically he laid one down on a run up the middle. And so I liked that there were dudes flying in the football and helping gang tackle, even in the backfield. Like some of those sacks, dude tried to get away. And they had a mobile quarterback in DJ Williams and couldn't really get away from us. We got to him three or four times. And I know looking at the stats here, Houston gave up three sacks. And so yeah. that 
or no, they gave up four, sorry. And so it should kind of go in our favor a little bit. I liked that our D tackles kind of stepped up. We were hoping for that this week. It wasn't all just Tyree Wilson and Merriweather doing the work. And so it's nice to see the interior D linemen hold their own and step up and get some sacks on their own. And so that's going to affect some offensive play calling from here out of how, how to cover all these guys, you know, whether you got Bradford coming up the middle, Oh, you still got to worry about Wilson and Merriweather on the outside. Like we got more dudes than people thought this year, um, which we kind of expected, but general public didn't think, you know, we had that many dudes that could play this well, I think. And so I think it'd be more of a test, but I think our defense is ready for it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Um, I like that the coaching staff is kind of, I wouldn't say upset, but like they care more that the D backs were getting burned a little bit in play action, whether that be their eyes or their coverage. Um, you know, in years past, we've had way worse defenses. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm a little numb to all this getting burned a little bit, but I was like, it wasn't that bad. You know, I've seen way worse, <laughs> but yeah. they care. They don't want that to happen. They want to fix it because they know when we get to games like Oklahoma State, they're going to burn us on that a lot. So that's very good that they, they kind of care a lot about that D-backs and want to get that situated. Um, one note on defensive backs, I forgot to mention it earlier, uh, Adrian Fry, all he had was like a thigh contusion. Yeah. So nothing serious. They just kind of got to get that worked out and he'll be all right yeah he's listed on the uh as the starter on the week two depth chart so expect him to play against houston but yeah i think you know this is definitely more of an intriguing offense so i'll be curious to see if the defensive line is as dominant as it was week one if they're still able to get a lot of pressure get some sacks uh and let your defensive backs you know cover up these receivers they have a really good receiver in Nathaniel Dell, who had two touchdowns in their week one game, only 50 yards, but they spread the ball around, uh, had 206 yards passing in week one. And then their quarterbacks, a mobile quarterback. So it'll be the first time, like, so it'll be <laughs> interesting to see how we handle Clayton Toon and what he's able to do with his feet. He had 51 rushing yards in there, you know, week one. Yeah. Game. I'm not really sure how mobile he is and how. I don't know if that's a good mobile, though. I think yeah. it might have been just scrambling and figuring some shit out. But that's, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that gets you and has gotten Texas Tech Maybe. defensive in the past is a quarterback who's able to sure. uh, kind of break loose in the pocket and then, you know, you don't really have the QB I, spot. I don't think him. Dana Holgerson wants him to lead the team in rushing, though. No, I don't think so. But it didn't look like they got much of performance from uh, their other guys. They had a running back with 15 carries and only got 49 yards. Uh, so, you know, Sir Roderick and Taj Brooks did that on six carries, so – um, I'm curious to see what our defense is going to do, how it's going to hold up, if we're going to be susceptible to long passes again, if that's going to keep happening, or if they did notice a weakness and they're really going to focus on that and you're able to keep these guys in front of you a little bit better because they do have some breakaway speed at receiver that's going to be yeah. uh, difficult to cover if you're uh, if you're not paying attention. So I'm curious to see what the defense is going to do this week. I'm hoping for another uh, multiple sack game, maybe Tyree Wilson, that you kind of feel his presence a little bit more this game. And then, yeah, yeah feel the presence of our defensive backs. They'll have more of an opportunity to get those turnovers 
force a couple interceptions this week as I expect Houston uh, to mix it up and throw the ball a little bit more than Murray State did. So um, prediction time, Dustin. Houston, week two. Uh, what is your score prediction? What, what do you have for this game? So we'll say this. The matchup predictor definitely swayed more in our favor. Yeah. I know last week or week before it was only like 55-44. We got 10 extra little percentage points there from ESPN. So it's 65-34-35 now, which is nice, and which kind of how we mentioned earlier, it's how we feel also. Um, I still see us putting up a lot of points. Um, that's one thing I was surprised about in our tailgate run around last week is people were going very under. Oh, yeah. I uh, think 28 points. We heard like one like with 42, but a lot of low scores there. I think it'd be more like 49. Let's go 49-35 Texas Tech. Okay. I like that. I also have us winning by two. No kicking. Yeah, no <laughs> kicking. I also have us winning by two scores, um, but I'm going to go 42-28. Um, okay. I think we might see the offense be slowed down a little bit more, but – I mean, I wouldn't be shocked with 49 points again, or heck, I wouldn't be shocked with another 50 burger Ooh, this week. Um, here's a question. Yeah. If we get down and it's 48 to whatever, and that's probably our last chance to score, do we go for two to get the 50 burger? Man, I would love <laughs> it if we did. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Let's get that 50 burger so we can get another <laughs> Twitter post with a burger on it. Get to wear the break out the t shirts. I wonder if they all wore their yep. 50 burger t shirts on Sunday. So that also includes our shot bet prediction, which yeah. uh, last week we were both shot bet winners. We ended up yes. switching our shot bet to the over under of Texas Tech Murray State, which was over under 55 points. Texas Tech covered that themselves. Uh, with 63, and so me and Dustin both win our week Easy one shot win. bet. Um, we had several people who took the under on that, so if you took an under, Losers. under 55, you're a loser, you owe us a shot. So take that shot, video it, uh, take a picture of it, or just tweet at us. I just paid off my shot bet uh, and add us on that uh, to yeah. you know be fine and move forward, and then now make your next shot bet prediction which is Texas Tech as a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Houston. Me and Dustin both have us winning by two touchdowns, oh, yeah. so safe to say we got Texas Tech covering that. So, Dustin, any final thoughts you have for Houston as they get set to come to Lubbock? No, I think we covered everything I was looking at. It was a crazy end to their game against UTSA. If you haven't watched it, yeah. go at least watch. There's a little five-minute highlight video of literally just the last – few minutes of that game which is pretty fun to watch and exciting the old say this the clayton tune run and dive and flip over the kid to win the game or give them the go ahead two points was crazy <laughs> yeah yeah that was just going all out uh but yeah it'll be win. fun oh uh i tweeted this out earlier i was watching our joey mcguire press conference today and dana holgerson press conference and dana was asked if he's ever been hit with any tortillas while on the sidelines here and he admitted oh yeah i definitely have he said he's which he used to be an assistant coach here with leach he said that was great when i was on that side of it but i've been back five other times since then and yeah i've been hit with some tortillas before so it would be a real shame 
real shame if he got hit with any tortillas at three o'clock on Saturday for that opening kick. Real shame if real that shame. would happen. Yeah. Real shame. Be a real shame. Dana Holgerson makes his return to Lubbock, Texas, his first time as the coach of the Houston Cougars. Uh, he had quite a bit of success when he was at West Virginia here. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully we do not let him find that success that he had with that school. That hopefully we can uh, continue to beat Dana Holgerson like we did last year. Uh, so excited about this game. I think we're all going to be able to really tell what this team Big is test. made of after yeah. this week. Uh, it's easy to walk in against Murray State and dominate like you did, get too high on your team. But uh, this one is uh, a much tougher football team. And while they struggled against UTSA, it is that first week matchup. And you can kind of throw those out of, out the door sometimes uh, because teams come in juiced uh, and stuff like that happens. It's a crazy week of college football. I saw last yeah, night for State knockoff. LSU because of a blocked extra point. Uh, so all sorts of stuff can happen, but you hope for uh, that. Speaking of that, hold on. Yeah, Hol- Holgerson also said he would have went for two there to win the game if oh, he was yeah. LSU. Like he, which I don't know. I can see both sides of that of like, I mean, you just had to drive 99 yards to score, go ahead and go for two and win it. Yeah. But also, and they had a field goal blocked earlier in the game already. Yeah. But also that should be one of your easiest plays is to have a field goal block or field goal and kick it and go to overtime because you've been struggling for most of the game. So I don't know. I see both sides of it. Yeah. It's always interesting. Like retroactively think talking about it. Cool. Like, yeah, I would have gone for two, but if you don't go, if you go for two and don't get it, then a lot of people would question you. So sure. um, You know, everybody wants to question a coach when the decision goes wrong. Uh, when the decision goes right, you know, you look like a genius. So <laughs> all of that said, we are excited because we got we are doing shot bets again. And also this week, the NFL is back. Uh, Dustin had his fantasy yes. draft last night. I've got another one tomorrow. Uh, but NFL is back in action on Thursday. And so also with that, our NFL shot bets will be including an NFL shot bet each week, along with our Texas Tech shot bet. And so. What game better to start off this with the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the Dallas Cowboys week one Monday night football in Dallas. Uh, This was the week one matchup last year that got the whole season kicked off uh, Bucks and Cowboys. And so they'll get their season started on Sunday night. It is Tampa Bay as a one and a half point favorite Dustin. So Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, who do you got? Uh, in this game. It's a great spread. Sounds about right for where these teams are. Um, it's going to be a lot of defensive play because both these offensive lines are not great right now. Right. And the Cowboys just signed Jason Peters. He's pro- not going to play week one just because he's not up to speed. So who plays that left tackle spot? I don't know. Yeah. You know, we got our boy – Texas Tech's own Terrence Steele at right tackle. He solidified that last year. But I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one, at least with the points at least. Yeah. Just because Tom Brady teams do not start off hot. You know, they try to figure things out after about the first four, five, six weeks and then adjust and get better from there. Try to be a better team in November, December, January rather than September. 
Um, so they usually start off a little slow. So I'm going to take – they got some injuries going on there too. So I'll take the Cowboys by just a little bit there. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited NFL's back. It's the best time of year. You get Friday night high school football, Saturday college football all day, Sunday NFL football all day. And we're starting Thursday with the Rams and the Bills. You get Monday night football. It's every day. Let's go football. Yes, football is back. Excited for it. I am going to go with Dustin as well on this. I like the Cowboys to cover this. The Bucks have just a lot of questions on that offense right now. Tom Bray's been acting funky. They lost a lot of linemen. Um, their receiving core is really just Mike Evans right now. They don't have Gronk. Um, that defense is still pretty much put together. Um, but I just I feel like they have too much questions right now. And like Dustin said, they usually kind of start out slow. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of questions on the Cowboys side as well. And so something I, I just remembered because you said some things there that triggered this. They had a coaching change, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Byron Leftwich still your OC, but Bruce Arians stepped aside and is like a, I don't know, advisor, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Todd Bowles is running the show. So a little bit of coaching change there. We'll see how that affects things. Yeah, we'll see. So I'm going to go Cowboys at home uh, to to cover that spread. So our shot bets for this week, me and Dustin both have Texas Tech as two-and-a-half point favorites, and we both have the Cowboys as one-and-a-half point underdogs. So those are our shot bet picks for this week. Uh, make sure you pay attention to our Twitter where we'll post the shot bet polls. Uh, if you vote in that, let us know what you picked or let us know if you win or lose your shot bet and be sure to tag us when you pay off that shot bet. So that is it for the uh, Houston, Texas tech game and our shot bet picks before we get out of here this week, Dustin, do you have any final shot for the week? No, nothing else. We covered a lot there. NFL's back. College is in full swing. So good yeah. luck to everybody's fantasy teams and football teams and, having it ruin your day and affect how you yeah. feel for the rest of the week, basically for the next yeah, four months. Exactly. <laughs> My final shot's going to go to a interesting week one NFL matchup. That's between uh, Patrick Mahomes and his former coach Cliff Kingsbury. So the oh. Kansas city chiefs start the season off against Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals. So just an interesting matchup there between Forder, former college coach and his uh, starting quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Of course, we know one has gone on to win a Super Bowl, <laughs> and the other one is now probably on the hot seat heading into this season. Um, so uh, different trajectories for them to get to this point, uh, but definitely an interesting week one matchup. So, Dustin, if you don't got anything else for us this week, that'll do it. That will do it for us this week here at Tailgate Talks. Hopefully you caught our Murray State review and our Tailgate recap uh, from week one. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this, but to make sure you're keeping along with us this season, you got to follow us on Apple and on Spotify. Be sure to give us that five-star rate. And if you listen to us on Apple, hit us with that review there. Uh, all of that is greatly appreciated. Make sure you're following us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. And make sure you're following that YouTube channel to catch the live recaps of our tailgate crashing as we go through the season and any clips we have breaking down games or recapping games or whatever is going on. Follow us there. 
that'll do it for this week. We will catch y'all next week as we recap Houston and prep for NC State.